2: We've decided that Charles Gasparino needs his own music on Grant and Danny, and I think the most fitting music for a guy that in his first appearance told us he was buddies with Dan Snyder in his second appearance told us, I just don't understand why people in D.C. don't like Dan Snyder. Is the Vince McMahon no chance music as he comes down to the ring with his elbows flailing?
3: It's on brand.
2: Now he's scheduled to join us in the next couple of moments here on Grant and Danny. On the fan, we'll get him on the BetQL Guest hotline. We should welcome in our audience in Richmond on AM 910 FM 1051. They're with us for the next three hours today as we take you up to 6 30 on the flagship 1067 The Fan. Although today specifically, we're off at 6 everywhere because we got some college hoops after we're done right here on GD on 1067 The Fan. So we've got a shorter broadcast than normal. Chance for you to win four tickets to the Washington Capitals in one hour at 4. Josiah Gray of the Nats joins us at 5 o'clock today. But let's get to the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com. Fox Business News' Charles Gasparino back with us on Grant and Danny. You know the drill, Charles. You got nuggets. We happen? want to talk to you, man. Uh,
1: what do you want to know?
2: So you got a couple of reports we want to ask you about. Uh The first came out last night, okay? You said that the NFL essentially wanted bids submitted as final bids before the the end-of-the-month meetings. Can you give us the details? Because I've got a question about that.
1: Sure. Now, just so you know, I I don't just cover the commanders. So I've been in. in we don't in believe this, you. You're on the beat. In this, in, this, in this bankruptcy that could lead to the demise of the U.S. financial system. Some people fret. So this this bank that went down in California. So I've been doing that all day. And this morning and last night, I devoted some time to the commanders. Okay. So here's how I came about all this. I'll just give you my source. My source is a banker that represented um, one of the uh, a potential buyer. Who uh, has decided not to bid because of price? So this uh, this source, this banker, is giving me the the detail on 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 you know timing and and price that I you know put out in those tweets. So just so you know where I'm getting it from. Um, the bottom, what he's telling me is that they want it done in the next couple of weeks. They want it. I mean, who knows? I mean, as you know, these things, you know, you know what, what people want and what could happen is is often at odds. I mean, you have. You do have a, an owner who's, um, you know, his own man. So he's got to want to sell, too, unless they unless that report that we keep hearing has some really bad stuff. And, you know, still, I and I don't see it just yet. And that owner is, of course, Dan Snyder. And uh, but what was interesting about it is like the NFL really wants this thing sold. You know, whether this report is good or bad or different, I have no idea. But they'd like it sold because I guess they're sick of this. The you know what um, they want they want the bids in soon. And the number seems like on the high side that everybody's talking about six billion, maybe more, or in that area. So that's what my guy that's what my banking source, banking source uh, said.
2: So my follow- up question, and the thing I've been wanting to ask you since last night when I told the guys to get you on is the NFL wants those bids in and they want this wrapped up by the end of March. My understanding is though it's really up to Dan to sell it whenever he wants to. Does it right. matter what they want and what their timeline is?
1: Um, you know, sometimes it does. Listen, I've heard two sides of the story, right? Uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I've had I have sources that tell me that you know this is his. This is this is his game. You know, um, my guess is that he's. You know, if I was to bet, he's gonna he he's gonna want to drag this out a little bit more, and get the price as high as he can. Like timing is not. His issue, you know. By the way, what's the difference between doing before or after the the owners' meeting?
3: Probably for ratification purposes, right? I mean, the other owners have to approve it. There's another one coming
1: up in May, and I've had some people tell me can't they do that? Can't they do that on a Zoom call or something like that? I don't.
2: I don't know the answer. That's a great question. I know there's another meeting where they all are getting together in May, and a couple people have kind of circled that as as maybe a timeline too.
1: And I, I just wonder if the timing has to be this this nailed down. I, I, I although you know, listen, I think they'd rather do it sooner rather than later. I mean, Goodell is kind of a control freak, right? You can't couldn't you see him wanting to get this thing done? Absolutely.
3: And I think that's where that pressure is coming from. Uh, Charles Gasparino yeah. with us here on Grant and Danny. And so Grant sort of touched on this, but I want to go a little bit further here, Charles. In so much as it's what you said about Dan, it's very reasonable, by the way, to try to get the most you can for an asset. That's, that's, right. that's as normal as, as anything else, whether it's a yard sale, a house or an NFL football team. And that's kind of my question here. When rubber meets the road, if he feels pressure or if he feels obligated, you know, might there be some bucking there?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, you know you know him better than well, I know him, you know. I, I mean, we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I know him. I haven't spoken with him at all on this stuff. Uh, but he's what I do know about the guy is he's his own man, and I, I think you know if he's going down with this thing, if he's going to sell, if he's going to be pressured, he's going to do it on his terms, and his terms will be money and his timing. Um, but you know, you do have external pressures. Including the NFL and whatever's in that report. I mean, you know, that, 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 and you could tell they wanted to sell. I mean, these weird leaks aren't these like these things come out that, you know, talk about stuff that, you know, doesn't show him in a, in a, in a Dan Snyder in a good light, but that are almost sort of besides the point on the sale, right? whether he extended a loan to someone and told them about X or Y, what does that have to do with what's going on now? That that loan, you remember that old story about the loan a couple of weeks ago? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's the three yeah. minority owners that, that he bought out and now owns hundred percent of the team. The 55 million he didn't tell them about would have broken a potentially a law or a league policy.
1: Yeah. But is that, is that such a big deal? You know, I mean, it, but it, well, it, it could be a federal crime. Like, I don't know about that.
2: Well, I mean, but I mean, w- whether it is or it isn't, we don't know, but if, if he, if he, said that those three minority owners had had given him permission to take out a loan on their behalf and they didn't that's a crime.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. I mean did, did he pay it back? Does he have to tell them about a loan?
2: Yeah, he, he well that really part that part was in the story. I mean based on the the bylaws within the team, they needed to sign off on any loan, especially one for 55 million
1: dollars. Is that material? What do you mean? I mean, $55 million to a guy that's worth $10 billion or whatever he's worth. Uh, well, remember, I, that I just,
2: happened, Charles, at the same time that he couldn't pay those guys that – what he owed them for and the And that's first how start. we
3: found out about all that kind of stuff. He
2: came to them you and know, said, hey, good. I can't pay you your uh, your fees for our revenue this month. And well, then, then they started the, – so
1: where, where, them, where's the indictment? I mean, you know, I, look, I said, okay, so maybe that is the way they're pressuring him to to unload this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Raises the specter of indictment. I mean, clearly there's something – Without me getting into the law and because I'm not a lawyer, and you know me neither. Just, you're you're closer to. You no, we're, we're than all I totally
3: am. lawyers. You
1: you're <laughs> yeah, wearing I, a suit in your avatar. I am not. You know what I mean. You you're closer. Yeah, I, you got it. I, I, and I talked to him all day to to my detriment, including I just had lunch with a lawyer. So, but what I'm saying is <laughs> that um, that you know, be that as it may, it is kind of interesting um, sort of uh, uh, timing that that thing leaks when they want them to sell, right? So, there there you go. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt,
2: frankly, that they're trying to, to, to get him to leave.
3: That's how it seems, right?
2: Uh, I guess my question is, Willie, and the momentum right now seems to be trending toward a sale for a few reasons, right? I mean, a couple weeks ago, there were multiple reporters, I think you were one of them, saying, hey, he needs X amount of dollars, $6 billion maybe, or he's not going to sell. And you're saying now it sounds like it could get over $6 billion. That's a good sign. The Washington Post in print last night had a story where they said that according to a source, uh, Snyder and the team have told NFL owners that multiple bidders for the franchise uh, are available that the, that the league would love and that sell price is looking good. So the momentum seems to be headed that way, right?
1: Yep, yep. I, I think, I mean, for this not to be sold now, wouldn't that be a big story? If you saw Dan Snyder as as the CEO, as the owner and uh, on opening a day, wouldn't that be like a, an amazing story? I'd choose a different word, but yeah, it would be uh, it, it would be
3: it would be you pretty big, just, is what I would say. So
1: you guys just hate him. I mean, I, by the way, so every time I'm on your show and I say anything nice about Dan, I get all this hate mail. Oh, I'm sure you do.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's
1: that's just what insane. happens when
2: you defend uh, the defenseless.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> it, it'd, be, it'd be like I someone being like, "Listen, Voldemort was just misunderstood."
2: Well, my favorite thing is every I time do- some something comes out now about Dan, it used to be. You know, I would just get a, a note from someone and they would say, this guy. Now they go, send this to Charles. Say, like, I, if- know, I know, I'm
1: getting them. I'm getting them. <laughs> I love it. And they're all on my Twitter page. I usually get, like, hate mail from people that that if I said something bad about something that they owned and it turned out to be true and the stock went down, you know, they'd call me this and that. But now I'm, like, I'm like you know, considered Dan Snyder's PR guy, which is hysterical.
2: Well, we we play a new song for you. You didn't hear it, but coming into every segment you're on now, moving forward, the Vince McMahon uh, heel music when he comes down to the ring uh-huh. and the crowd goes oh, crazy because think... he's about to fire their favorite wrestler.
1: We're playing oh, that you for would've... you now. I, I, why don't you play Danny Boy next time? <laughs> we'll
3: try <that. laughs> We'll mix it in. <laughs> That's not a uh, bad one. Charles, you mentioned that you'd spoken to a banker on behalf of a, of a bidder that had dropped out. What were right. the expectations there? And were they kind of surprised that it got as, as high as it did? Or, you know, was it just they think it's going to go higher? I'd love to know the log- logistics of that.
1: Um, they, th- they, 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 they don't like – listen, I don't think anybody thinks like – $6 billion is a lot of money, yes. right? Even for like a team that makes money, right? Um, uh, so uh, it was um, – you know, it just, it's, it's, it's just – it's just – it's just, it's just pricey. And you know one thing I do know about these guys, and oh, here's, here's what you guys look like. I'm, I'm on I'm on uh, Twitter right now. There you go. Um, what I do know about people in financial sector is like, unless you got Jeff Bezos types month type money, you know every billion dollar counts. And uh, you, you know that's that's one of the interesting things about this sale There's not a lot of people that can make his bogey, you know, easy. You know, Josh Harris needs a partner obviously you saw the thing in the post last night right that's yeah mitchell threat.
2: rails who's uh, worth as much as harris is they're combined at about 12 bill
1: right so they they can do it right um jeff bezos obviously could do it um delman so fertita
2: has been linked
1: yeah but i don't think he could do it right and i and i'm pretty sure he his pr people like said don't go there with with me I'm um, sure really? I've heard that name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I gotta look at my notes. Um pretty sure. But you know, so there's only a couple places that this thing could really go. And because the money is just high. And and the guy I spoke to, you know, when the when the when the numbers were around five, he was in still. That's the kind of interesting um background. I remember when the numbers were talked spoken about at five, um, this guy was kind of still snooping. And then as soon as he, he told me I'll tell him exactly. I'll tell you exactly what he told me last night. Uh, hang on, I can't tell you his name, but uh,
3: <laughs> I thought you were about to tell us his name.
1: I was like, wow. <laughs> now this is what I said. I uh-huh. said, uh, I asked him about that bank that blew up. You know the thing because um, obviously that's that's what I cover. Very bad. You know, blah blah blah. I said, I said. So, your guy is joining? Is your guy joining Josh Harris for the commander? <laughs> I just do it because I saw the thing in the post. He said no. Uh, spoke with him today. Price is too high. Mm. Yeah, and then I said six billion is insane. He goes, yeah, maybe slightly more.
2: Wow, so a little over six bill, perhaps.
1: So but then that's... I said, what's more insane? Only Bezos, in my humble opinion uh can do it by the way what's the timing on this he says bids final next week or two and i said interesting Mm. did you use any emojis no then i said what do you think who buys that pos bank in in um (laughs) he says not sure (laughs) (laughs) love it oh man does he use emojis big time this is or how no. big time financial reporting goes down. I want you to know. I love yeah, it. This is this is quite a.
2: I mean, we're getting the inside track here. How Charles. the sausage is made. Not bad. Um. All right. So I want to go back though. Um. If Dan gets, let's just say he can get six point two or six point three. There's no right. way he doesn't sell, in my opinion. The, the, the Broncos sold a year ago for four and a half. I mean, that is a massive.
1: Oh, I know. And win. look what he bought us for. I mean, right. And, for and that's like kind
2: nothing. of my point, Charles. That's yeah, insane. I think, like this guy. Knowing him personally, not at all, but knowing the book on him is he wants to point and claim victory and say, you know, look how much the team's worth. He'll be able to to say, basically, he did a great job running the Commanders, right? He leaves. He goes to London. He bought it for this. He sold it for that. He's a genius, right?
1: He, who's the guy that sold um, the um, uh, the Marlins to uh, to Jeter? L- Was he? Yeah. There? Yeah. So... That, if you think about it, everybody, you know, Laurie wasn't well liked down there. Even though they did win a couple of um, championships, they won a couple of World Series, but he, he was not li- well liked. You know, he he got he built a new stadiums. It, there, I think there was some tax exempt bonds involved. Some people said it was corporate welfare. In any event, he got he made so much money selling that team um, on the bidding board that you know he walks away considered a financial genius, and I think. You know, if you're Dan, if you're Dan Snyder, you're going to walk away from this quadrupling your money. You're going to look pretty damn smart.
3: How far along in the process did the guy that dropped out get? In other words, did they do stadium tour stuff? See all the books? Like, did they do the whole song and dance? And they said, you know what? This is too rich for my blood. I'm out. Like, how far did they get, Charles?
1: That's a good question. I, you know, I just, you know, my guess is they were looking at financials. Um, you know, so um, I don't, I don't know. Apparently, he's a local guy too. He wouldn't tell me who it is. Well, um, so
2: I mean, Harris and Rails are obviously local, but you're saying otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah. This guy apparently was. It wasn't Rails, and it wasn't obviously Harris. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, my my guess is it, they they got they got to look at some of the books, and they also you know they, they were also plugged into what people were talking about bidding. Um, this guy, my, my source would know how much, I can't tell you why, but he would know how much Harris is bidding. Or mm-hmm. he'd have a good deal. Interesting. Just based on the, the business that he's in. Which is private equity, just so
2: you know. Mm-hmm. Charles Gasparino of Fox Businesses. Would you make your guy Dan uh, paying himself $4 million to put the team logo on his plane for advertising when it stays in a hangar year-round? Did he do that? Yeah, that was in the big report you cited.
1: Well, he paid him. He, I'm, I'm, can I defend him so I get more hate mail? I don't no, know. that's it's up true. to you, man. <laughs> you,
2: you you are his defense attorney on this show as far as I'm concerned.
1: So, like, what did he do? He So he paid himself?
2: Yeah, so the, the report stated that uh, he paid himself $4 million. To put the at the time the Redskins helmet logo on his private jet as and he, advertising, and he
3: leased his own plane back to the team for millions of dollars, also, which was really really nice.
2: Um, but then, but the thing is, the plane you you might see it if you're you know you have a PJ that's uh, hanging, you know, you're a rich guy hanging out right. at the airport. But he keeps it in a hangar.
1: So who are you advertising to? You know, I miss my calling in life being his real flack because <laughs> I could have made so much money. <laughs> I mean, do you imagine how much money I can make defending this guy on the on his on his payroll.
3: Well, here's the thing, though. Anybody that's done hey, that by way, lasts about like, a year, okay. and then goes to court. You'd
1: be fired after
3: like... your third court hearing.
1: Well, I was going to say because it sounds like a never-ending job.
3: Well, that is true. <laughs> right. A lot of arrows coming were, that way. Were
2: you ever at any of the parties on Lady S's yacht? Apparently, very, very lavish uh, parties with some of the uh, you know the funds, the extraordinary parties.
1: Um, I've been on there. You've been I, on Lady I mean, S. Oh my God! That's Guitar Charles Marino, ladies and But but I'm going to tell you, it was far from lavish. I mean, it was a beautiful boat. Don't get me wrong. This was a classy, nice people having dinner or having having a couple of drinks. It was far from Like a you make it sound like it was a it was a Roman or nice to each other. It was. It was literally um, like a classy affair. I mean, it was, and he was, couldn't have been nicer. And I met his wife and she's a sweetheart. And, you know, I met the kids. He's got a couple of kids and they were like real good kids. And, you know, I'm just saying, I, you know, all this stuff I hear, I just, it just doesn't, doesn't comport.
2: That's what I see on some of these Netflix documentaries too. Um, but yes, well, you're right.
1: This is true. I mean, uh, I, I, I've been in like Wall Street since, because I've become a Wall Street I'm older than you guys. I'm 61. I've been covering Wall Street since 1990, when you guys were still in high school. Um, so I was too. I, I, yeah, you were too. Okay, so you weren't even in high school. So <laughs> I mean, I just I know what crazy stuff is in, in the business world. You know, I've witnessed it. Um, this is not like you know the, the guy. Remember the guy from that, that one company who had the uh, had the had the. Uh, the, 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 the 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 ice sculptures that were peeing um, peeing champagne and stuff like that. I mean, uh, um, it's not that. It was just this classy, nice affair with nice people, and you know, nothing crazy. True. And uh, you know, I I don't know. You make it you know, like I said. You make it sound like no. It was we uh, were
2: just the story was he was, had a couple it sound NFL like owners I on, over. It was on
1: Epstein's island or something like that. You no, know? No,
2: no, I didn't say that. Uh, they uh, they flew in some of the great chefs in the world and had a big uh, big celebration. It yeah, it was,
3: like. but it was team business in the
1: middle of the Adriatic Sea. <laughs> I, well, I wasn't in the middle of the Adriatic Sea with him. Just saying, so you know. I he, he, was, he was docked. You know,
2: so was that it? Was that stateside here, or was that yeah? Yeah, state stateside.
3: Wow, very nice. One of
2: us has been on Lady S. Huh? One of the three of us. I got the invite, ladies and gentlemen. Charles
1: Gasparino. <laughs>
2: All right, well, the bad signal went up last night. We saw you at uh you had some nuggets, so we had to revisit a combo.
1: Okay. By the way, I was sitting there with a martini in my hand as I was as I was tweeting that, just so you know. <laughs> sounds sounds, love love it. Context.
2: sounds about right. All right, we appreciate you. Have a good you. weekend,
3: man. Thank you.
1: I'll see you guys. That guy's hilarious.
2: I I mean, he is that is a thing. Charles. What Gaspard. a casual
3: drop that he's been on the yacht.
2: On lady ass.
3: Can you imagine the group of people like Like, what a small little circle of folks that have been on the Lady S. I wonder if it's as small a group as we think it is. I do. You think? I think it's an incredibly exclusive group. I don't think think people are just trotting out there on a Tuesday. His latest reporting,
2: just to, to circle back, first thing from last night and then today was NFL wants and is pressuring in some way for the final bids to come in this month before the owners' meetings in Phoenix a couple of weeks away. And then the second thing that he told us was that at least one of the prospective buyers is dropping out because he thinks the number is going to get to six or over $6 billion. Mm -hmm.
3: Those are two very germane facts. And the question that we we're going to have is the NFL can want a lot of things. I want stuff. Does that mean we get it? I don't know the answer to that.
2: Major league baseball is not alone in trying to shorten its games. What's with the trend in sports of doing that when entertainment's not going that way. Movies, TV
3: shows are getting longer. Where Grant and Danny are listening to the fan. Tweets are still coming in with reaction to Charles Gasparino.
2: Grant and Danny on the fan. Thank you for making the show part of your day. We will win off the field at 345. Coming up in 15 minutes, you'll tell us. What teeny mini moral victory has made you happy today that nobody else would care about? Uh, Gasparino, I thought, you know, after the last time he was on and he said, well, why don't people like Dan Snyder? What's the deal? What, what do you got against this guy? I thought he might have seen that ESPN story and been like, oh, man, here's some stuff. That's that not sounds great. serious, but it's just never that way. No, it's like, oh, fifty five million dollars, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but what what, what it's if possible it's possible fraud? What if it's fraud? What if it's a felony? He's like, Where's the indictment? It's like is it <laughs> I mean, It is really, really funny. But the bombshell, man. The bombshell is that he has spent some time on Lady S with the fam. He has been on Dan Snyder's boat. Boy. Were you ever at any of the parties on Lady S's his yacht? Apparently. Very, very lavish uh parties with some of the uh you know the funds, the extraordinary parties.
1: Um uh- I've been on there.
3: You've
2: been I, on Lady I'm S. There. Oh my God! That's yes. guitar. Charles. That's
1: Charles. Charles. But but I'm going to tell you, it was far from lavish. I mean, it was a beautiful boat. <laughs> don't get me wrong. This was a classy, nice people having dinner or having having a couple of drinks. It was far from it. Like a you're making it sound like it was a it was a Roman old nice to each other. It was. It was literally um, like a classy
3: affair. I mean, far from lavish. This is, this is not a tugboat. It's
2: not a dinghy. I just like the idea of Charles is sitting there, and they're like, "Hey, we've got uh, some of this five dollars champagne here. We picked up at the food line. Yeah, we got
3: Santana <laughs> champ. And then
2: you know Dan's kid Jerry, or one of these, you know, someone on the boat comes over with a, a plate, and it's got Ritz crackers and the you know a little piece of bologna and cheese on top, and they. <laughs> They hand it to him, you know. And Charles was like, where's the lavish party I was expecting here? This is, eh. this
3: is just my low-rent party on a yacht. Always good
2: to have him on. We wait until he has a report, and then we get him on to discuss it. But it is always entertaining. That's pretty much it. Baseball's not the only sport trying to shorten games. College football is doing the same thing, Danny. Wanted to bring this up to you really quickly. Driving the news and college football via Axios, the NCAA – Football Rules Committee has proposed three measures that would shorten college football games, including one aimed specifically at reducing the number of plays. What they're thinking about doing is running the clock after first downs. They do this in the NFL. In college, they wait until the chains are set post-first down to start the clock again. Mm -hmm. This would actually cut down on eight plays per game on average over the course of a 12-game season, 96 plays. They think that that would be better not only for the time of the game, but also for potential injuries. Two other proposals in college football. No consecutive timeouts in the same dead ball period. Uh, often used when you're trying to ice a kicker. This is something that you can't do in the NFL as well. So oh, no, Joe Gibbs' role with, with against the Bills. That was the first game post-death of Sean Taylor, actually, mm-hmm. at FedEx Field. And no untimed downs on penalties at the end of the first and third quarters. Uh, I think they should trim halftime. I, I don't need... You know, the band spelling out onomatopoeia in the middle of the field uh, and, and you know, getting into formation and acting like a lion in the Everglades. I mean, there's probably like, let's have a performance. Let's do it. But whatever the college football overtime is, we need to scale that way, way back.
3: 100%. I, I have long felt the college football games are too long. And the stop clock on first downs is kind of the number one deal. Now, the NFL has gone even further in in regulation. A guy runs out of bounds. Those that used to stop the clock forever until they started the next play. They now kind of start running it again until I think it's the last two minutes or, or whatever the deal is. How long
2: do you think a college football game is on average right now?
3: Mid three hours. So I'm going to give you this. I would have said 325.
2: The NFL is three hours and 10 minutes.
3: 340.
2: 327.
3: That's that's the only difference.
2: I mean that's twenty minutes almost.
3: Well, I suppose, yeah. Uh, they, I mean the NFL, number one
2: hundred fifty-five plays college one hundred eighty.
3: Yeah, college games just feels like an eternity to me. So so often, so I, I'm all for it. And it, it, the the saving of plays is sort of one thing. I mean, you're always going to see some high octane offenses that want to go hurry up or people kind of get the scrim- line of scrimmage fast, etc. Yeah,
2: Bucks ran the most plays per game in the NFL last year. They would have ranked eighth in college football. Yeah,
3: so I don't I don't necessarily care about that part of it, but. Again, just the, the amount of time taken is it, it just so many of these major games, like the big primetime ones, you know, the, the Saturday afternoon on an ABC or like the night game on ESPN, just feels like it. You know, if game starts at 8, it's not getting over until 1230.
2: So what I'm interested in, though, is there is this seeming necessity within sports to shorten. And I get the idea is our attention spans are, are all waning, right? We... we we're doing three or four things at once. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on their smartphone. I can't give you three and a half. I'll give you 255. But it's only really sports you're seeing this with. Movies are mostly now over three hours. You know, certainly the big budget, you know, your your massive Marvel-type movies. It's pretty surprising if you ever look at a movie and it says 207, 208. Like two and a half hours is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And I would say if you're going to see a Banger, something you've been waiting on for several months, It's a three-hour film. When I go to concerts, I mean, you could probably speak more to, like, stand-up shows, but I don't think the structure of any of those things are shortening. Mm -mm. You're still waiting for people to come out. You're doing the encore. I just wonder why sports is almost viewing the entertainment hour differently than other genres.
3: It's a great question. Um, Sports are, are more frequent, and that's my best guess here. So, in other words, I go to a movie. I'm not going to a movie every single Sunday. I'm not going to a movie every Saturday night. And if I was, I'd go, God, I can't do another three hours or another three hours, 25 minutes. Maybe I need it to be 95 minutes or or something to that effect.
2: That's fair. I mean, I watch a caps or a wizards game every night. It's kind of my nightly staple. Yeah. A movie is kind of a special thing where I, you know, I, I make plans with buddies. We're gonna go see Creed 3 next weekend.
3: Right, kind of the idea. So I mean, again, but you you touched on it. I just want to double-click on it. The the younger generations that are coming up now. So my 9-year-old consumes all sorts of stuff in in terms of media. Some things I wish he wouldn't, but it's like you you know you can't hover over their shoulder every day. The stuff that he watches is so stupid, but it's all 10 seconds and done. 10 seconds and done. It's meme this, viral that and just these amount these these super quick cutted um you know 10 second idiotic videos and that's what he and every one of his peers, all kids I see, that's what they want to do. So, smart people are looking at that going, if we want to retain some of these folks, we can't do three hours. We just can't. we got to start cutting things and, and making it more exciting for younger people. We'll ask
2: Josiah Gray of the Nationals about the pitch clock that's been implemented to speed up baseball and how he feels about it when he joins us coming up at 5 o'clock. He's one of our uh, favorite guests here on Grant and Danny. He's outstanding. He's awesome. To talk ball with. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Let's go to Josh in Upper Marlboro on GND. What's up, Josh.
1: Hey fellas, you guys are two of my favorite interviewers across all of media. Grant, I mean my goodness, you got our coach to admit that he didn't know what the qualifications for the playoffs were. Danny, you're a great interviewer. Oh, you're sweet. You know, the whole quarterback versus the field question which turned into a whole segment. Really, really good stuff. So don't take this as a slight. There is so much more I want to know about Lady S. I yeah,
0: can We left feel some like meat on the bone, didn't we,
1: Josh? I feel like you guys were just stunned and didn't and and we needed to recover faster because i need to know like you know were there any but was dan in a bathing suit at any point like how many bedrooms were there was there like hot boat staff like on the netflix show below deck all these i mean there's like a million i just now have a million questions in my head with no answers and it's just like this massive and so anyway don't take that as a criticism but', no, but you're not wrong I, I think it's a
2: critique I think uh, critiques are healthy
3: because you're right by the way yes I, I I just couldn't get over the idea that he's been on the boat
2: I just kept screaming he's been on lady s I'm in talk back to Darius. he's been on lady s I, I completely lost my um my professionalism and my calm
3: so as soon as he was gone and we went to break I'm going what does it smell like mm-hmm. on Lady s so like how many we st- you know, like there's I just want to know so much.
2: this is actually a great point by Josh. We've had him on now, I think three times probably in the last six weeks, normally every other week, but it's based on when he breaks when he news. has a report early next week, I don't care if he tweets about Dan Snyder or not. We need to circle back, we need to get him on, and we'll just hit him with like twelve straight questions about lady s. What did they serve you? what kind of uh you know what did the the bar look like what who kind else of was there? there who was there? was Dan ever in a bathing suit? Speedo
3: or Trunks. Was it a Redskins bathing suit?
2: Do you think Dan was in a, like, one of those kind of.
3: Does he have board shorts?
2: No, definitely not. Mid
3: length bathing suit?
2: I think he would go either just your prototypical, like, navy blue dad bathing suit Tanya picked up at Kohl's. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure Tanya just rolls in. She's always at at Kohl's. She stays at Kohl's. She's Mm -hmm. like, Dan needs a new bathing suit. She goes and grabs, like, the navy blue generic joint. Or I'm thinking maybe, like,. Outside of the states, everyone does like the classy speedos. What are those called?
3: I, I know what we're talking about. I I know nicknames for them, but not <laughs> not the actual real ones. Is it a words. hammock? Uh, yeah, for for nanners. <laughs> 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 yes,
2: it's not an apple hammock, right? No, it's not. It is not. Do you think Dan has
3: a wears a speedo? No. You know, <laughs> do, like, do you think he has a farmer's tan? Does he have like pasty thighs That's and then like it's red from know. the knee down? Yeah. What if
2: Dan's ripped?
3: Like, did he's not? He's not. Well, he's probably he's not. not. Like, who applied sunscreen to Dan?
2: Did they play board games? How many nights was he on Lady S?
3: Are there, like, are there pictures that people have on their phones? Was one of activities? seven
2: the fan on the the radio?
3: Were they streaming us on the Odyssey app during the party?
2: I think these are all questions. I tell you what, Josh, you're right. We botched it. That was us. We're raising our hands. It's our bad. We're going to get them back on next week. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We'll take out a shovel. Let's win off the field next. Let's pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off on Grant and Danny. You call us right now on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. And you tell us what little things gone right in your day. You don't do it for me or for Danny or for Dan. You do it for Bruce Allen, because he once said that the Washington Redskins at the time were winning off the field. We got the Blitz at the top of the hour. We're giving away Caps tickets at four.
3: Rod Strickland at 425 right here on the fan. Then
2: what? Ah, uh, but of course, winning off the field, Grant and Danny, thanks for listening. Beltway Blitz, top of the hour. Less than 15 minutes from now, four-pack of tickets could be yours to go see the Caps. Your boy was there last night at Capital One Arena, talked to a bunch of listeners, had a good time. Three-on-three overtime's the best. So fun. It is absolutely perfect. That change that they made, because you had to do something in the regulation, you got to end game. So they went three-on-three OT for five minutes into the shootout. Beautiful. Being on site for a shootout, very mighty Ducks, Julie the Cat, Gaffney, Gunner Stahl, Charlie Conway, Triple Deke of, of all of us that were there last night. The Caps had four shots and didn't score. Didn't on score.
3: Any of them. Oh, for 4. Even the Koozie 277,000 stick handle, snipe, didn't work. I love that move. He's about 9 for 10 on that,
2: it feels like. But last night was last that night one. Last night was the one. It is time for winning off the field. You tell us what little thing has gone right in your day. Danny, get it started.
3: So, there's not that much going great right now for old Randy ya, right? We're struggling. Voice is barely hanging on, trying to get through the old radio program. But got a nice little crew going to the Wizards game tonight. So, my son, a couple of his buddies, dads, a nice little dudes night. I will be clapping silently. Actually, you can't clap silently. That's not real clapping. I won't be cheering and making a lot of noise with my mouth, but I will use the clapping. They're honoring Rod Strickland at halftime. I'm pumped to go, therefore I am.
0: Winning off the field?
3: I got a couple. My buddy Danny Ruye is back at
2: work. Didn't have to uh, go home at 158 today there because go. he couldn't speak, therefore I am. Winning off the field? I have successfully navigated to this point, from midnight to right now, 16 hours almost of meatless Friday life, trying not to eat meat today so that my wife doesn't scream at me. Right now this moment, it's 3:50 East time. Yep. I've almost climbed to the top of the mountain. There's nothing worse and harder
3: than going a day without eating meat for your boy. Can you would you be able to live with yourself if you just didn't do it in front of her? Like if you if so Sure, I've lived with myself
2: doing that a lot. You know what I mean? The the here's the problem. If she asks me point blank, "Did you eat meat today?" I'm not going to say no. Mm. So I'm I and normally she doesn't. And I don't know if it's because she doesn't want to know the answer or because she doesn't want to be that wife. Or but the I, I don't risk know. of it. Like, if but she does here's ask. here's the risk. I get home and she goes, did you eat meat today? I either have to say nothing and just act like, "Where's where are the kids? And I'll just, like, go, leave the room. Right. Just or run an errand. I have to go. <clears throat> yeah. And then, but it's not silent after that. Right. Then, then there's a conversation. Then there's a convo.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's go to Corey, who is in Alexandria. What's up, Corey?
1: Hey, how's it going, fellas? Good morning. Going well. So, um, I had a very bad situation where I was about to get evicted out of my home. uh um, I had to work uh, extremely hard to come up with the money. But every time I would come up with the money, they would throw on additional fees. But uh, right when we are on the one-yard line, I'm about to take that L. I was able to come up the money, get a nice donation from a few folks, got everything paid, great standing, um, no worries from here on out, and therefore I am
0: winning off the field.
3: a boy, Corey. Way to go. I'm proud of you. I like it. Guys like it, right? Well, feel
2: good Friday here mm-hmm. on the fan in D.C., Richmond, and the Odyssey app. Let's go to Jimmy in <clears throat> Columbia. What's up, Jimmy?
1: Boys, happy Friday, hey, Danny. Mommy. Glad you're feeling better. We happy
2: day after Thursday. Night. Night.
1: So your boy has a casual Friday at work, right? Sure. And uh, I was planning the last couple of days. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear my cowboy boots, my nice cowboy boots, because mm. I'm feeling myself. Mm-hmm. But then I woke up in peak condition this morning. My brain was firing on all cylinders, and I thought, I'm going to check the weather, and I checked it. And it said, you know what? It's going to be rainy and gross. So and I thought, all right, I'm not going to wear my boots. Smart. So I protected my boots. I put on my Nikes. And now my boots are still in perfect condition. Therefore, I am.
0: Winning off the field.
2: What size boots are we talking?
1: Uh, size 10. Size in, 10? Uh, very, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like a masculine 10.
3: Uh, Very mad.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong 10.
1: Strong
3: 10. Here's
2: the thing. We can't use those. I wanted to borrow his boots to send to Sean Kelly. We still owe the guy boots. But Sean Kelly wears 13s. Yeah. If memory serves. Might be bigger than it's either 12
3: or 13, I thought. So tens aren't gonna help us, but your boots are clean. Or it would be a good move to hear me out. We send them to Sean Kelly. He goes, I can't wear these. He sends them back. Good point. And like we buy ourselves some time. Send us your boots. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't mind. If you don't mind, sir.
2: When, anytime I hear boots, I think of the, uh, is it Billy Madison? Don't put it out with your mates, Ted. Remember that?
3: No. Why
2: don't well, I remember that? I think it's Billy Madison where they light the bag of.
3: Oh, yes. And of, then, of dog stuff. Yeah.
2: Yep. And then uh, they, they go out and they stomp it out, but he learns what it is. So then the wife starts yelling at him to remind him not to put it out. What with a boots. great
3: insider pull!
2: I don't remember what the name of the guy is. I'm thinking Ted, but it could be something else. Tommy and Ashburn, what's up? Tommy, what wing? It. Hey
1: guys, look, love the show. Like, um, yeah, let me tell you what happened to me. You were talking about bathing suits with Dan Snyder, mm. horrific image, but it put me in mind of a few days ago. I was getting ready, getting ready to go to Florida, and I pulled out, you know, my bathing suits. I got two or three, and I pulled out one. I'll just pick. I'll pick two because you know you change one, and you know you get one, one gets wet. So I'm going through it, and I feel this crinkling in my in the pocket. You know that that Velcro thing. That, oh sure, that yeah. happens. And uh, I heard the felt that crinkling thing, and I opened it up, and three crisp one hundred dollar bills. Therefore, I am
0: winning off the field.
2: Three hunch. What's my guy doing with three one hundred dollar bills? In right in a bathing suit? Bathing suit? That's a lot of money needed in the water. Ken's in Fort Washington. Hello, Ken.
1: Oh, hi, Granddaddy, long-time listener. Um, basically, I got a combo of winning off the field. Um, I just came back from my doctor's office. Uh, my eye doctor, and she said that uh, there's no more hemorrhage in my eyes. The swelling's gone. And then part two is I get to go home early, and it's a Friday. That's for that. Uh, therefore, I am. Winning
2: off the field. That's the way the game is played. Ed, am- Fredericksburg, what's up?
1: Uh, yes, I, I can't top the $300, but um, having said that, uh, today was trash and recycle day, and mm-hmm. it's not uncommon when the wind blows that it blow trash blows into my yard, and as I was picking it up and putting it in trash, my trash can, I, I saw what I thought was a $5 bill, but it was a $50 bill. Therefore, I am—
0: Winning off the field. People are how
1: making about, cash.
3: First of all, how about thinking, i got to pick up loose trash in my yard, which is no fun at all, right? That's miserable, and then you get 50 bucks out of it. Karma wins, that ain't man. And it's bad.
2: Just cleaning up someone else's trash, making a little cash. Uh, normally, I would say we prefer our wins off the field monetarily to be lesser. You know, an off-field win's probably seven cents in your pocket. Yeah. I don't know about fifty or three hundred. Like enough for a soda. But I'm not going to rain on anybody's parade today. This is a feel-good Friday on Grant and Danny, and I'm feeling good. Beltway Blitz time next top of the hour. We will kick it off with a giveaway. Four caps tickets could be yours. You got to be listening. We got Rod Strickland on the show. At 425, he's being honored at Capital One Arena tonight, part of the 25 years of Wizards basketball that's ongoing all season long. And JoJo Gray of the Nats, maybe we're tight enough now to start calling him JoJo. Remember last year, we are like, JoJo, what's up? He's like, my Josiah. call me that. I'm Josiah. We're like, no problem. They didn't okay. say that to us. That was just kind of his general thought. Yeah. He's too nice to do that. But uh, we'll stick with Josiah for now. Soon enough, he'll tell us JoJo.